This is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole, an expert guest from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. So every year, the American College of Sports Medicine puts out the American Fitness Index. And if you go to AmericanFitnessIndex.org, you will see where your community or your city ranks based on park expenditures and health information and recreational activities and school and PE. I mean, it's such an extensive report. My guest today is Dr. Barbara Ainsworth. She's past president of the American College of Sports Medicine. So Dr. Ainsworth, let's talk about some of the bottom ones. Now, I just want to fix what I said before, because when I was talking about per resident, what people spend, what what communities spend per resident on park expenditures and these kinds of things, the target goal is 10180, but ones like Chicago, I'm proud to say, spends $174 per resident on park expenditures, which will contribute to the health of Chicago as a whole. But now let's look at this bottom 10, Dr. Ainsworth. So starting with Indianapolis, Indiana at the bottom 50. Well, Indianapolis is a lovely city. Um, they have been working steadily to improve their walkability and opportunities for residents to be physically active. One of the things we know about the American Fitness Index indicators is that they move slowly, just as you can imagine changing the health of a nation. Small amounts of change equal great benefits, but often we don't see these change, the benefits for the changes after many years. So consistently, we see Indianapolis at the lower end. And the, the couple of the reasons that bring them down is that they rank 50th in the personal health indicators, which means the health of the population has a lot of room to improve. One of the things that can be targeted for Indianapolis is to increase opportunities for people to be more physically active because Indianapolis falls a bit lower than the goal for physical activity. And if you come down to look at the walk score for Indianapolis, it's about half the way to our goal. So Indianapolis is a little harder for people to get around walking, such as to go to the store to make their uh, personal errands by foot versus having to rely on a car. These types of challenges take a long time to fix, and so progress is slow to be apparent on the index. Now, people hear about this, and I've been talking about this for years with the American College of Sports Medicine as we've been doing the show, and it seems that a lot of southern towns, Oklahoma Mm -hmm. City being 49, Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville being 48, Memphis, Tennessee, 47, Nashville, Tennessee being 46, Birmingham, Alabama being 44. It it always seems to me that these southern towns are in the lower portion of the list. Is there some reason that you see, I mean, looking at uh, Oklahoma City, their walk score is pretty low at 31.6, and the amount they spend per resident is $69 per resident compared to the goal, which is 101. So is there, I mean, fried food? Is What are we looking at when we're looking at these lower scores? I think we're looking at very old cities that have been around for hundreds of years. 
as opposed to many of the um, cities in the West, which are recent, relatively new. And, uh, and we have in the South a lot of tradition and cust- uh, culture that has uh, been, um, how should I say, it's, it, it drives a lot of the health habits. And culture, you know, is very difficult to change. I would like to say that that Oklahoma City and a number of these other communities are actively working on initiatives to make it easier for people to be physically active. One success story is Cincinnati that had tremendous challenges for physical activity for people, and they had a lot of old, decaying industrial buildings that were no longer used. So Cincinnati made an intentional effort to redesign their waterfront area to make it easier for people to calm down, walk, and be physically active. And if you look at Cincinnati, they have uh, moved from very low levels up to number one in their environmental score. Wow, and they're in 23 in their, in their full on, but community health rank is number one. And that's and and the, but the personal health rank is still forty eight, and that's what brings them to the middle of the um, ranking. Personal health is a very slow moving target, and we look for small changes across the population that make big differences. But some of these changes still may be too small to bring them up to a higher ranking. So, Dr. Ains, what about? like urban communities where farmers markets and food deserts and things such as that, or even if we look at the rural communities where everything is so spread out, nobody could really walk anywhere because it's miles and there's not really recreational centers or they're depressed economies. And what can they be doing to try and increase their scores? Well, you're absolutely right that money drives a lot of the priorities for Uh, improving community assets, and that there are many cities that have very low walkable scores. There are targets that people can achieve by encouraging more physically active activity for children in the schools, uh, providing uh, places to open up the schools where members of the community, parents and their children could come to be physically active. Many of the churches, especially in the South, that are the cultural hub of communities, have built gyms and walking trails on their property to encourage physical activity. Small changes can make big differences in some of these smaller uh, communities that don't have a lot of resources. So what would you like people to do? And, and, you know, in this next couple, we have like two minutes left. I would like you to give your best advice, Dr. Ainsworth, as a past president of the American College of Sports Medicine, the gold standard for fitness and health in this country today and globally, for that matter. What do you tell people when you want to say, you know what, you can fix up your community, you can start a, a, a food swap, you can start farmer's markets, you can, you know, do any of these kinds of things. What do you tell people they can do to get involved? The overall goal for the American Fitness Index is that we increase physical activity for all persons within the community. People in the community can form coalitions to 
take small steps to increase physical activity. Let me give you an example of Phoenix, where I live. Their concerned citizens developed uh, organizations. We only have about 30 or 45 okay, seconds. Okay, called Fit Phoenix. They've, ha- they've increased farmers' markets. They have nightly bike rides. They have the bike share program. People are, can, can take these initiatives to make these small changes in their communities that will grow and make big, big differences in activity. It's so, so important and great information, and I just love doing it every year to talk about where your community lies. For more information, go to AmericanFitnessIndex.org, AmericanFitnessIndex.org, and you can get the link right there on our website. This show is Train Your Body, Motivate, and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine, heard every week here at 11 a.m. Central Time on Tuesdays. So important. Get involved in your community. See how your school ranks with PE, get involved with how much they're doing and where your community lies. More walkable sidewalks and less food deserts, and we all need to get healthier as a nation. And this is a great way to find out where you stand. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well.